Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, here are Donna Michi and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Dickerson in The Honeymoon is Over. This day, the 14th of May, 1948, will go down in history as precedent-shattering. John Dickerson is smiling. Despite the lateness of the hour, the fact that he has had perhaps the hardest day of his life at the office, John Bickerson is smiling. Why? Tell us, John. Two weeks vacation with pay. Oh, wait till I tell Blanche. Brother, I've longed for this. I'll sew myself into the bed sheet and sleep for ten days. John? Hello, Blanche. How is my beautiful wife? What? Would you like me to bring you a glass of milk and a cookie? And here is a little present for you. Oh, you look wonderful, honey. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> What's the matter? This morning I burned my hand on the stove. I ripped my only pair of nylon. My inlay fell out. And now you come home drunk. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not drunk and you know it. Then why are you so nice to me? <laughs> When I come home tired and can't smile, she beasts. When I come home and try to be pleasant, she accuses me. Put out the lights. You're not going to bed with your shoes on. Yes, I am. I work like a horse. I might as well sleep like a horse. Why did you bring me a present? What have you been up to, John? Oh, stop it. A husband doesn't bring his wife a present unless he's done something wrong. I've brought you a million presents and I've never done anything wrong. Never? Not since the day I married you. <laughs> Would you let me sleep? Sure, asleep. That's the easiest way out when you've got a guilty conscience. Blanche, I tell you, I haven't got a guilty conscience. Then why did you buy me an expensive present? It isn't an expensive present. It's the crummiest present I could find. <laughs> What is it? Why don't you open it and see? I bet you've gone and throw away your money on some stupid thing I can't even use. Oh, you can use it fine. A home beauty outfit. It's got everything. Just what you need. <laughs> Wrinkle cream, breath remover, hair darkener, false eyelashes, chin reducing strap. What kind of a present do you call this? What are you hinting at? How did I know what was in it? Nobody would use this but a homely woman. Oh, that's not true. All women use it. They do not. Only the homely ones, and I wouldn't touch it. The sales girl in the drugstore said she uses it all the time, and she's not half as homely as you are. What? I mean, she's just as pretty as That's just about what happened. You walked into a drugstore, saw a pretty face, and didn't know what you were buying. I didn't look at her face at all. <laughs> Present, why didn't you get me something I could use? Why didn't you get me an ounce of taboo? What's that? It's my favorite perfume. Well, you got a dresser full of perfume. Taboo, Sabu, Snapu, and Sterno. <laughs> Perfumes and any woman alive. Look at those bottles. 
They're all empty, and it's all your fault. You left the corks out and it evaporated. I leave the cork out of my bourbon, don't I? What about it? That never evaporates. You never give it a chance. It's different with perfume, and I don't see why I should go without it because of your nasty habits. What do you think makes the thing dry up, John? I wish I knew. Don't be so funny. Oh, I'm not funny. I'm sleepy. You know, I worked at the office for 18 hours without a let-up. That's what you said you did. That's what I did. I did it for what I thought was a good reason, but now I'm sorry. Why? Forget it. What is it, John? What happened? You lost your job. I didn't lose my job. I got two weeks' vacation with pay. It's the first vacation I've had in seven years, and I wanted to enjoy it. But no, you wouldn't stand for that, would you? How can you say that, John? Of course I want you to enjoy yourself. Where's the money? In my wallet. Two full weeks' pay. Now do you mind if I rest? You know, John, I haven't had a vacation either. A change of scene will do us both a world of good. If you're so tired, there's only one thing for you to do. Mm. He's doing it. you to make a crack like that. I didn't make any cracks at all. Go on. Call the police and have me arrested. Put me in prison. Nobody's putting you in prison. They'll lock me up in solitary confinement. Rats running all over me in my cell and I stand helpless, shaking at the iron bars. No way to escape. Thanks. Why don't you send me a hacksaw, John? Stop getting hysterical. Now, don't go accusing me of taking your money. It's half mine anyway. It's all yours. All I want is sleep. I don't see why we can't go away on a vacation for a few days. You go. I told you I'm going to do nothing but sleep for the whole two weeks. We'll have to get up sometime. Not even once. <laughs> How are you going to collect your unemployment insurance? What unemployment insurance? You're going to be out of work for two weeks. You can't collect unemployment insurance if you've got a job. If you're not working, you haven't got a job, have you? Well, that's different. Why? I don't know why. Nobody does it, that's all. Well, what's the good of unemployment insurance if you don't get any money when you're unemployed? Being on a vacation is not the same as being unemployed. Don't tell me. What? Clara's husband, Barney, has never worked in his life, and he collects his unemployment check every week. He can't collect any checks if he doesn't work. I thought you said they only pay when you don't work. That's right. But you have to work before you can be out of work, so you have a legitimate kind of money you earn when you don't get Oh, leave me alone. And I'm telling you now, John, you've got two weeks off and you're going to do one of two things. Do you hear me? 
I hear you. Either you start collecting your unemployment insurance or you, else you fill in those two weeks with another job. Another job? This is my vacation. I don't care. It won't hurt you to work those two weeks, and we could use the money. Okay, I'll get another job in the morning. You say it, but you won't do it. Do it now. <laughs> Go on, get up and get a job, you loafer. I get at 2 o'clock in the morning. What's the matter with being a night watchman? I won't do it. I won't do it. You've got no right to deprive me of my two weeks off. I don't care what happens, I won't get another job. All right, then. Promise you'll take me away on a vacation. There's no way out. I promise. Will you swear? Every minute that we're away. <laughs> We'll go. Lake Tahoe. I'll only have to buy a few more dresses, and you can wear your dungarees all the time. <laughs> just tell him you came in from fishing. And if it gets cold, I know just the thing. Let me show you what I picked up on sale yesterday. I don't want to see it. Just look at this, John. Isn't it stunning? What's so stunning about a bath rug? It's a fur case, silly. Well, where's the fur? That's the way it's supposed to look. It's the very latest style. Sheared beaver. Sheared beaver? It's been clipped. So have I. You have not. This is worth every penny, John. You know I'm a good judge of fur. Oh, sure. In the past two years, you bought a bald mink and a plucked skunk. Now, what's wrong with them? The mink stinks and the skunk slump. How much did you pay for this one? Only $94. $94? Oh, Blanche, you didn't. Get that money back to him and get it back. Don't get me, Sarah. Don't assume he's a house. Blanche, how could you do this to me? I deny myself everything. I've been sewing rubber heels on your old pocketbooks and wearing them for shoes. I've been eating a panty out of my overcoat shoulders to save on breakfast cereal. I don't even drink my bourbon anymore. I just chew the cork and hit myself on the head with a Yesterday. That wasn't popcorn. My teeth fell out from malnutrition. I'm warning you, Blaine. Drop dead. Blaine, you're not going to get away with something. What do you want? Hello, Bickerson. This is Mr. Guernsey. Oh, boy, but, uh, uh, help me, uh, yes, yes, Mr. Guernsey. I hate to be calling you at this hour, Bickerson, but something very urgent has come up. Uh, what happened, then? I just received word that our Chicago transferred down and we were covered. This morning I filed bankruptcy proceedings and I'm closing up for good. What? I trust you'll find a new position and I do wish you good luck. Well, thanks. By the way, Pickerson, would you mind sending back that two weeks salary I gave you? I need every penny I can scrape together. Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll send it. Goodbye. Well, did you hear that, Blanche? No, what was it? My boss, Mr. Gernsey. Lost my job. Wonderful! Wonderful? What's wonderful about it? Now you can collect your unemployment insurance. 